Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time Alpha podcast. First week of the finals 2017. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who is furious that Tom Lynch is being given the ambassador job at the Gold Coast. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Oh, thank you, Michael, for that uh, long introduction. Um, he hasn't been given the job. They're going to say that Tom Lynch could potentially be considered as an ambassador. That's right. Get a little top-up. Yeah, a top-up if he continues on as a Gold Coast. And I just say, I think it's a waste of money. We've got better ambassadors up there at the moment. That's Warwick Capper would do it for $500 cash. <laughs> they don't need to throw thousands and thousands of dollars at this Tom Lynch fellow. And what better ambassador could you have than the Weirs up on the Gold Coast? Well, people love him. He's always out and about. People know him as a Gold Coast icon. Like, when you think Gold Coast, you don't think, oh, Tom Lynch. No. You know, when people from overseas go, oh, well, what goes on the Gold Coast? You go, have you heard of Tom Lynch? Go, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Apart from Tom Lynch, what else? People aren't going up there for schoolies to, see, to meet Tom Lynch. No, they're going up there to schoolies to meet Warwick Kappa. To have a weekend at Warwick's. Yeah, and perhaps even like, uh, like a triumvirate. You've got uh, Warwick Kappa, you've got the Candyman. The Candyman's perfect. Yeah, and, um, and Chappelle Corby. Of course, she's yeah. she's a Gold Coast local. Of course. So I think it's just it's a waste of money to give it to Tom Lynch because... Well, what's the point? Like, what, what's he going to do for the Gold Coast? What's he going to do that can't, that isn't already been done? Mm. Is he going to get younger people there? No. Schoolies has got it all covered. Like, it, it just, there's nothing that Tom Lynch can do to help the Gold Coast get more on the map. I mean, people talk about the Gold Coast more because of Carmichael Hunt rather than <laughs> Tom Lynch. So is, uh, is Gary Ablett an ambassador already? I, I don't know if he got paid as an ambassador mm. uh, as a part of his role. He just got paid to be the face of the club. Okay. And he's doing a really good job with that. Like when people think... Because he loves Ablett, it there. He, he loves it there. Love it there. Yeah. I mean, he's coming back to Melbourne just to be around family. Yeah, get, get around, around the family. Yeah, yeah. getting around family. But uh, he'll be back there next year. I mean, he pushed for a three-year deal and he got it. And he's going to honour it. <laughs> or if they don't let him out of that deal, he's he will retire. retire from football, yeah. And <laughs> never play again. Yeah, so he's not a shit bloke at all. <laughs> he's just said, look, guys, I want to play... Like, I love the game. Don't get me wrong. Love the game. Just don't love playing it up here. Yeah. Don't love the warmth, the mm. sun, mm. The, the lovely house, mm. the, um, the beach access. The glamour. The glamour, yeah. Yeah, the tourism. Well, you know what he doesn't like? And Gary's big on I the... want to get down to Geelong where the mayor has a mohawk. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. He, does, <laughs> he doesn't like the meter mates because it's, it's, it's sexist. It's, it's disrespectful. Old, it's very disrespectful. Yeah. And Gary's a very respectful man. Mm. God frowns upon meter mates. Mm. We've always said that. <laughs> so that, that's, why, uh, that's why he doesn't want to continue. If they got rid of meter mates, Gary Ablett would sign on for another five years. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Okay, we're going to bring on a very special guest, Adam. That's what we're going to do. Well, not bring on. It's not on stage. But uh, we've got Beck Dull here. How are you, Beck? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Now, Beck, you are from Chicks Talking Footy on Joy FM. Joy 94.9. Yeah. Joy FM's the Christian station. Oh, Joy really? Joy 94.9, oh, Australia's only gay and lesbian station. Yeah, gotcha. Best not to get those mixed up. No. I did, not I did, at the moment. I've always called it Joy FM. Mm, yeah. Everyone does. Huh. 
that's a very interesting little um, fun fact. Yeah. So you must get like if you do live shows, there must be some uh, there must be some Christians out there who make that mistake as well. And they're going, wow, some it's... confused Christians. Yeah, yeah. Going, wow, it's yeah. Not really flam, but a lot of a lot of rainbows. <laughs> that's around yeah, that's right. <laughs> Halfway through, they start shouting out, "Repent, repent!" That's right. <laughs> so let uh, before we forget, let the listeners know where they can catch it. Sure, on uh, Joy ninety four point nine. On uh, the FM dial and on joy.org.au. And we're on every Wednesday night from 8 till 9 or podcasts. Yeah, on, podcasts uh, and your iTunes and yeah. the like. Yeah, great. Absolutely. And you are an Adelaide fan. Mad. So you're from Adelaide initially? Yes. Yeah, gotcha. So how uh, – let me talk about your footballing uh, – pedigree or background yes when did you become a fan what do you remember of 97 98 cool so i am um, who did you brag for before the crows came into the afl Essendon. wow mm. and was it easy to switch allegiances you just went we've got a local team now yeah and yeah. you have a soft spot for those pathetic scumbags a little bit okay. so um started off my dad probably got me into football started off in sanfl we were west adelaide supporters yep. um which is red and black and who would have been uh, some of the players to come out of west adelaide tony modra sean wren mark oh. Shido. yeah wow okay. yeah Pretty good ones. I think yeah. I think Mark Limo Mickey. might have played a couple of games for the under West Adelaide under nineteen. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think that's right. So um, the first game I remember going to is the nineteen ninety one SANFL Grand Final, and I would have been about ten, I think. And I went with Dad, and it was Westies versus North Adelaide. And I don't know if you know the reputation of that game, but it's called the bloodbath. Like it's commonly In known as the bloodbath. Yeah, I, I've got a feeling I might have seen that on YouTube. And yeah, there lots of fights. So yeah. um, I was about ten when yeah. along with Dad. I was in a red and black rah-rah dress with the frills because I like to, you know. A rah-rah dress? I haven't thought of that yeah. for decades. Because I like to theme dress <laughs> oh. to the football. Yeah. Um, so, bloodbath, there was a guy from North Adelaide. And nothing says bloodbath like a rah-rah dress. Exactly. <laughs> you know, a lot of rah-rah dresses were worn in the 47 bloodbath in yeah. Yeah. Carlton, South Melbourne. you got to dress for the game you want. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Not the game you have. So, um, it was pretty feral and there was a guy who played for North Adelaide called Sims. I think it was Stephen Sims. Okay. And where, where was that played? Back then? Uh, Adelaide Oval. It was Adelaide Oval, yeah. okay. Um, and so Simsy was the instigator of most of, most of the blood. Fucking Simsy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's funny Simsy you say that. He played Dog. for North Adelaide. Oh. And I got home from the footy. North Adelaide smacked us by about, I think, 85 points. And mum said to little, you know, 10-year-old Beck in her Rara dress, how was the football? And I just said, Simsy, you mongrel. <laughs> and that was all I got out of that game. So Simsy, you mongrel yep. was really the start of my football. And... Funnily enough, mum and dad were over here a couple of years ago and we were in the bar at Eddie Had and dad said to me, Beck, see that guy over there? I said, yeah. He goes, that's Simsy. And he was just this drunk old guy in the corner. So I kind of sidled up to Simsy and decided to tell him, you know. Bloodbath part two. Yeah. Yeah. And he did not have one ounce of interest in what I was peddling. But yeah, so (laughs) Simsy, you mongrel, is my first ever football memory. And so then the Crows came in in 91 as well. Yeah, they did. So... From my, probably about 91 to 94, I was less of an Adelaide supporter, more of a James Hurd supporter. Like, I was obsessed. So, in our family, even to today, James Hurd is referred to as Cousin James because my mum said he must be related to us. There's so many pictures of him yeah. in our house. So, I had that phase, which all teenage girls of the early 90s did. Made my year... Oh, Michael's still going through his yeah. Ryan Schoenmaker's space. <laughs> Cousin Ryan. Exactly. Exactly. We've all got one. Made my date to, I think it was my year 11 formal, go and source the same vest and bow tie that James Heard had worn to the Brownlow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, wow, because I was, I was serious about it. And he did. Did you give yourselves a black eye as well? Yeah, I did. I, I <laughs> Match just gave a little one on the way through and stitched it up and on we went. So, And then really probably 
surreptitiously got on the crows in about 96, which was good timing. Yeah. Um, so 97, 98, obviously, big years. We lived in Wyala, which is country South Australia. My mum bought out the entire crepe paper stocks of Wyala, the red, blue and yellow crepe paper. There was yeah. none left. Our house was covered. Mum and Dad went to, I think it was Harvey Norman or something, hired a TV, an extra TV, because we had so many people. Wow. So the Crows supporters were in one room. Yeah. Anyone that didn't go for the Crows was in the other room. So that was two years in a row, because I guess we didn't have two TVs back then, maybe not. No, it's know. very rare to have two TVs in your home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. So we're not all Wayne Jackson Studios. Um, but, yeah, so had some big parties there in the country, sort of, you know, drove around the streets and then have just been committed since then. We had a dog called Bickley. Awesome. Yeah, I told Mark Bickley about that one day, again, in a bar. Again, not that interested. But no, um, my, sister's, my sister's got one called Cyril. Yeah. It's a, good it's a very common common thing, isn't it, to name a dog after a football? There's a lot of buddies going around, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. buddies probably a bit of a dog name, but I think, you know, really amped up when yeah. Um, yeah. Buddy came along. Dad always said if he got another dog, he was going to call it Danger, but I think these days that's probably not fair to the dog. So, <laughs> But, yeah, no, very, um, very mad crow supporter since, since then. So how do you kind of wean yourself off West Adelaide? Well, they're still keeping an eye on it. Still keep an eye on them. Yeah. They haven't been very good. They mm. won the premiership a couple of years ago for the first time in 30 years, which was um, handy. Then yeah. I was suddenly very involved. Yeah. Bought the stubby holder, you know, was yeah. their number one supporter. Um, but I guess being over here too, it's a bit hard to, you know, find the internet and what have you. And you go to a lot of the Crows games when they play here? Yeah, all of them. Yep. All of them. Um, have got into some interesting, like, brawls because I don't sit there quietly. There was one game I... The guys I went with had to escort me away from some West Coast supporters because I just was yelling 97, 98 prelim in their faces. Which, uh-huh. uh, sorry, not West Coast, Western Bulldogs, which they weren't too happy about. Um, no, I can imagine uh, they've, they've gone through a lot of pain, the doggies. They don't need to be reminded of No, of I that. thought I'd reminded them of it really loudly. Um, so that was good. Had got into a fight with some 12-year-old Melbourne supporters right, at the I'm, MCG. I'm picking up a theme. I'm picking up a theme <laughs> when you go to the footy here. Yeah. I know. I get a little bit excited. So these 12-year-olds are we're really screaming at each other. Yeah. And then my friend was like, Beck, they're 12, step yeah, away. They're, they're They've children. got chalets and you don't. So. Yeah. Where yeah. do you normally sit? Um, I like to sit in the MCC if I can charm someone into getting me in because mm-hmm. I feel like they're more my people. <laughs> I'll look yeah. after you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So were you there the day that uh, Chris Judd went down his final game? Yes, did you I was. you stand and applaud? I did. Okay. I did. You didn't stand up and remind him of finals losses from the years previous? That seems like something I would do, yeah. but I think I was probably, um, I think even I had some sympathy there. Okay, I've got a tiny bit for other teams. Didn't stand up and uh, remind him of all the, the, the long, the thick head of hair he once had, that kind I know. of stuff. What a sad tale that was. I think, I think Juddy's doing okay. Yeah, he's probably fine. <laughs> and so you must be loving it at the minute. Yeah, I really, I've actually approached, I'm not very good at dealing with success, I've realised mm. it's not one of my skills. Um so finishing top of the ladder, I just concluded that we were going to lose every game from here on in. Yep. So on um, Thursday night, I was like, well, GWS is going to kill us and that's the end of it. And then they didn't and got to the end of the game and I was suddenly filled with so much terror at the thought of a prelim final and the thought of not winning that that now I'm just, like, frozen solid. I got the, <laughs> I got the letter in the mail on Thursday to register for grand final tickets mm. and I called my mum and I said, you're going to have to do it for me. Mm. I just don't think I can do it. Are you thinking maybe heading over for the prelim or anything? I think, I'm thinking about it, but my thing is I don't want to be there if they lose. Yeah. Like, if someone can guarantee me they'll win, sure, I'll get on a plane, but I'm not sure that's an option. I think the instant state trip is uh it's a great 
adventure. It's a lot of fun. You know, it's but a lot if of you fun lose, on the way up. If, yeah. yeah, if you lose, it's a long way back. It's like a Melbourne person going over to Perth. You go, oh, I'll go to that. Be, that'd be yeah, a lot of fun. fun. Yeah. It's a big fucking flight back. <laughs> yeah. Well, I went to Sydney last year when we lost this final against Sydney. And yeah. Sydney's never seemed so far away. That was the, the first home. semi, was that yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so tell me, um, uh, football park and Adelaide Oval, kind of what's the difference? Well, for me, it's that my we my parents live in the western suburbs, so it was half an hour walk from their front door to Footy Park. Yep. And now I have to listen to my dad complain a lot about having to go on a train. So that's the main difference okay. for me. Yeah. And what's the footbridge like? Oh, the footbridge is <laughs> is as beautiful as you would imagine. Is it magical? It's, it's really magical. Like when you're walking over there, it's sort of you more float than walk. On it, I think <laughs> it's really it's as special as you know. You'd want it to be. Now, obviously, there are four finals to talk about. So why don't well, we there go? Only really th- there, only really, there was only one. <laughs> yeah, really. true. There were true. three. You know, for such a tight season, there were some bullshit finals. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, uh, I think I nearly woke up my neighbour last night. Oh, during the uh, the West Coast Port Adelaide game? At the end. At the end, I was just screaming. I was just like, what? What the hell? What's going on? Oh, yeah, and I could care less about these two teams, mm. but it was amazing. It was a great game. Overtime is fantastic. How do you get – I mean, we had extra time yeah. and then a kick after the siren. That's how tight it was. Yeah. Like, it was amazing. And it wasn't a free kick. Well, yeah, no, you're right. Let's think about it. Here we let's, go. Conjecture. Let's, let's talk about that. Luke oh. Shuey is a filthy uh, <laughs> knee dropper, and he, he always does that, you know, the shrug of the, the shoulder. So he gets – because it started Pollock – had him around the chest and he rolls the arm up yeah. and it comes up around the neck. So technically his arm was around his neck. Well, because it, st- it started down low. It did but start I think down that's low. the key. Sh- yeah. Shoulder roll. Yeah. When's your final? Well the, done. Old, the old shoey shoulder roll. Yeah. So shoulders, we call it. I think it was Fox Footy coverage. So Jordan Lewis was talking about, I read an article today, I don't think I just kind of listened to the coverage afterwards. Jordan Lewis was talking about the umpire said, we're going to be strong this year on uh, where the hand first goes yes. in the tackle. Mm. And so then if it slides up, or you try to evade, you know, maybe yep. do a bit of the old cell with a little bit of dive, you know, yeah. d- dive and. Yeah. And roll. Roll, yeah, I yeah. suppose. Um, we'll Did John Lewis also mention, like, how his hair has become so thick and lush? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you notice that? I saw that on the coverage of the night. I was like, I'm going to start going to his hair. But I think, I think from the front, though, like, he looks fine. It's only when you have the high-up camera and you can see a little bald spot. Yeah, that's oh, a okay. damaging shot. Yeah, think, yeah. So yeah. he doesn't like the behind-the-camera vision. <laughs> no, no. It's damning. Um, and then Dermy was saying the same thing. Yep. And then I think it was Tony Shaw said it was a, wasn't a strong enough tackle. Yeah, so Pol- he said uh, Jared Pollock should be should be filthy. He should be ashamed of himself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He said he should quit the game. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was screaming at Dermy to shut up though, and like as no, I not the first do. time. I know because I scream at everyone. But my thing was it's different to umpire on the ground in the heat of that than it is to umpire from Kingy's lab, like absolutely. they all were. Like it's very easy to sit in the magical lab and point yeah. out what they shouldn't shouldn't have done. Absolutely. And the, at the end of two, uh, the second half of extra time in a final, forty five thousand mm. people screaming and you've got an, a second to react. Then you should get it right. Uh, but also, what you're saying. Yeah? But also at the same time, did Shui was Shui well, I mean he's trying to evade the tackle, but it's not a purpose trick to kind of bring your arm up so you get it around the neck. I think it's more a way of trying to get around the tackle. Well yeah, he was trying to yeah, just trying to get the guy's arm yeah, off him. so he can mm. move. Yeah. Yeah. And also it's a filthy cheating. <laughs> I mean the only disappointing thing is that it came down to the last second and it, it cost Port Adelaide <laughs> the game. Sorry. But apart from that 
I, it's really when enjoyable. you're a Crows supporter, they put a chip in you at birth, which makes yeah. you unable to feel any sympathy for Port Adelaide. So I just thought it was the greatest show on earth. I was about to say, what's the relationship like with Port Adelaide? Hate. Festering hate. Yeah. From both sides. Like, it's an equal it's an equal hate. But but what about the six years where Adelaide was in and those people supported Adelaide? Not a lot of them did, though, because yeah. they all had hate about the fact that it wasn't Port Adelaide that was in. That's right, because they initially were going to... Well, they, yeah. they were the impetus, weren't they? Correct. Yeah. And so they'll tell you about that. But the thing that gets me about Port Adelaide is when they, when they want to pretend they've got a, a really long history of success, they say, oh, we're the Port Adelaide magpies. We've got 100 years or whatever. And when they don't want people to think they're, you know, bogans with no teeth and no shoes, they're like, oh, we're Port Powell. We're a new team. Look at us in the AFL. Right, okay. So it's selective history. Yeah. So what happens in 04? Are you watching that? Are you happy, <laughs> yeah. sad? You go, oh, you know, could they get some silverware? No. Nah, I couldn't. like Choco. I was, I, was, <laughs> I was filthy. But in 07, when they got smashed by the cats, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was in London and I woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning and I could not have been more excited. And I messaged my dad halfway through the game and I said, this is just as fun overseas as it is in Australia. <laughs> it's yeah. really like... I, look, I, I'm sure there's some very nice people that play for Port Adelaide. I'm sure Koshy's a top bloke, but I do have something in me that just thought last night was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. It was incredible. It is. A, it is a shame too that uh, Port Adelaide got knocked out because they would have been then on the Richmond path had they kept going. Is that correct? They would have faced Richmond in there. Yeah, if I believe correctly. Yeah, so I think Sydney's on the path to play Adelaide. Adelaide yes. Yeah. yeah. So that that would have bought the the Richmond Port Adelaide rivalry, which, as we know from Kane Corns, it's huge. It's the biggest rivalry in football. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and imagine that in the prelim. I mean, oh, that just takes it to a new level. Forget your showdown. They'd have to get Gil to go out and tell the people it was locked in. No yeah. one could come in. Yeah, it would be amazing. That'd it's be just, the new just, bloodbath. That, that's that's the sad. That's the thing I'm saddest about is that we've lost that opportunity. Mm. So Pritis gets to play on. Uh, yes. Sammy Mitchell gets to have one more game. Did you see Sam Mitchell do uh, drop a spit really close to um, Robbie Gray's head? No, I yeah. did not see that. I know it's very un out of. Uh, he's, out a of gentleman. he's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. Yeah, and and Gray wasn't was lying uh, on the ground, so obviously it would have been difficult for Mitchell to uh, deadling him. Mm-hmm. On the ground, it would have been really obvious. So I thought, what, what's the next best thing? I'll spit right near him. Okay. And that's what he did. Well, as, on him. As Lee Matthews would say, I, oh. I'd prefer it if someone ruffled my hair. And yeah. I, I know I'd be, I'd be more angry if someone mm. ruffled my hair. Oh, then spat on him. Yeah. Yeah, well, that would have been the even worse. And there was a bit of a ruffling yesterday in the Sydney game. Uh, hair ruffling? Yeah. Mm. It was on Hurley. I think it, it might have been Buddy, I think. Might have done a bit of well, a ruffle. That's right, though. If Buddy if ruffled you, you'd be all right. I with think that. it was Buddy, yeah. Mm. Has Sam Mitchell been in a solarium? Well, I suppose you get maybe a little bit more sun. He looks like a Kendall. Hmm. Yeah, the blonde hair. Mm. I don't trust people who who are in their thirties and are still blonde. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like males. I go, nah, mate. Your hair. Like, really? He's got like it's like when you're in year nine and you get your tips done. Mm, yeah, yeah. And yeah. an earring. Like I was a little blondie till I was about ten. Were you? Yeah. Yeah. Weirdo. <laughs> but I, I thought uh, Mitchell did well last night. Prittis played up pretty well, and mm. um, Drew Petrie. Who was knew? quite good. Yeah, mm. yeah. Can Nick Nat play next week? Do you well, think? that's the thing. I was about, I was about to bring that up. So there's a little bit of talk that Nick Nat might possibly come back next week, which would be massive. So when did he go down last year? Round twenty three. I think it was right about round twenty two. Yeah, I think it was when they played the Crows in the last round last yeah, year, just before the finals. Yeah, and so he's had a whole year out. Yeah, be a massive in. Do you do it? I'm at. You're Adam Simpson. You're at the selection table. Do you put in Nick Nat? Uh, I'm going to say yes. Because I think they're, they're hardly a chance up against 
Sydney. They need an X factor, and he he's it. That's a really he, good he, point. He won't be able to run out the game, mm-hmm. but I think you just put him in there because you know you win your contest in the middle, and he's not a he's a pretty good player. I'm going to say no because I saw footage on Instagram this morning of the party that he was having at his house last yes. night, and I don't reckon he'll be right. By <laughs> I Saturday. did see that. I, I retweeted that, and by the way, they're not playing Sydney, so change your point of view. Uh, no. Okay. Who are they playing? Giants. Oh, they got GWS. So. Yeah, Giants um, up there. Oh. Where he kicked the goal right on the siren last year. Then they need that. Yeah. That muscle memory that he's got. Yeah. <laughs> they need that. No, there was. Uh, if you go to our, our Twitter, uh, Junk Time Apple Pod at Twitter, we um, uh, retweeted the uh, the footage of Nick Nat with all his mates over, and then uh, Shuey puts it through, and they go, Yeah. And they went crazy on the ground last night. There were people. Like, there was one person, I think it might have been Lewis Jetta, who was just laying across the top of the huddle. Yeah, it was a human pyramid. Yeah, and it was kind of like, do you really, um, you know, backing your mates in to hold you up here? You know what I found interesting? If I remember correctly, they said it. uh, They were playing Golden Point last night as well. Yeah, they were. Yeah. After the time. After the... Yeah. Yes. So, if we, if it was, you know, maybe uh, if scores were level, the siren wouldn't have gone. And then you have to kick a goal, don't you? Oh, no, no, it's no, Golden, it's golden point. point. Yeah, so yeah, of course, anything. yeah. Yeah. Is that right? So even if the siren went and he... Yeah, so two points of difference. Yep. So the siren goes because oh, it's not okay. equal. Two okay, if they're, yeah. if they're level yep. and then he wanted to wait another 10 seconds to have his kick, siren would have only gone after. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Ah, I didn't know that. And what about in the grand final? Do you get extra time and then golden point or is it straight into golden point? I think it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah I think okay. it's the same yeah. process, which is hard for a lot of people to understand. Yeah, and I think golden... To make golden points a bit shit. Yeah. No, like, yeah totally. You I don't, you don't I want do, to fist do, through. You want a goal. Do another five, ten minutes. Mm. Paddy yeah. Ryder was confused last night. He was asking other people on the ground what five minutes each way meant. Yeah, yeah. And also I think um, you kind of go through, like, does the coach come out uh, f- after those first five minutes? Mm. And he did – oh, no, not, not after the first five, but he did after the game, didn't he? Yeah, I think he came out after the game, but then, yeah. you can't, then they just do a switch after time. the first five, yeah. yeah. It's quite incredible. Quite no, incredible. It, was, it, was a, it was a great game in the end. Hey, uh, okay, next game was Adelaide and GWS. So Adelaide had them pretty much under control. They got one goal, I think, in the first half. Yeah, they yeah they were 11 points, I think, at half time, yeah. And it was a lot easier than I thought it would be, which is a, such a wanker thing to say. No, it? I know, but you absolutely <laughs> crushed them. And I thought, I thought they went in uh, that, too many tolls. They just had to – Yeah. it was ridiculous. Leon Cameron should be – he should have a week off. He should, actually. Yeah, have a and think about what he's done. He had just had Stevie J up in the coach's box. I can only assume practising writing his name because they just kept showing him writing on a piece of oh, paper. And I was like, I mean, that's a great skill, Stevie J, but get him down there to rough some people up. Maybe he was handing over notes. Oh, yeah. He didn't want to kind of interrupt. Just say, hey, hey, Leon, yeah, yeah. take that. Take that. this one. Yeah. But, oh, I mean, it was, a, it was a very good win considering that you lost Brody Smith early on oh, with a knee injury. I cried three times in that mm. game, Adam. I'm not going to lie to you. It was very emotional. I had a lot emotional. of feelings. You felt for sauce at the end. Oh, Poor guy. When him and Brody were hugging each other, yeah. I, was, I was a mess. Yeah. yeah. No, fair enough. Yeah. And you guys were kind of on cruise control for a while too. You could have blown it out a fair bit more, I reckon. And with no Rory Sloan. Mm. I mean, I'd spent all week playing, praying to the god of appendix and... You know, didn't come through. But mm. if we played that well without him, yeah, I would have thought we were a well, fair chance. Well, I'd say you chance. don't need him. No. That, that just kind of proves he probably shouldn't come back in. Drop him. That yeah. is a massive in for a prelim, isn't it? Mm. To have someone sitting like that on the bench. Yeah. And, and I, you, you imagine um, – so they'll get Sydney, won't they? They're on the Sydney part. Sydney or Geelong, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that would be huge. Oh, I'd be massive. Sydney, Adelaide would be – I mean, I don't want to go early, but that – 
should have been a grand, grand final, final preview. preview. Yeah, <laughs> the, the prelim. Yeah. Um, and then what was the other but one? GWS pathetic, by the way. Well, you know, I, I, I'm kind of annoyed with GWS by the fact you know we, they've got all the picks, they've got all the thingos, but we've you know, been talking about them how they're winning, they the, winning the next one. They're kind of like a, a they're kind of like a good shit team. Like, they've done really well. They've won, what, 16 games or something like that. Unlike yeah. we had a couple of draws. But they should be doing so much better than... Well, in a weird way, or my expectations for them, they should be doing so much better than they actually are. Oh, no, they're, they're an embarrassment. I, I, I'm not saying that we should kick them out of the league, but... They should be on notice. They should be yeah. on the table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and I think the AFL would be really supportive of that because, yes. you know, they've got no time for GWS. But they'd be annoyed as well, I think. I yeah. mean, it's early days, yeah. It's not the first time that someone's lost... Uh, I mean, we just final. need to go back to 2015, you know. Hawthorne was a, was a disaster in that first week and then... Mm. Um, Embarrassment. We had, we had a pretty good um, next three weeks. But they should be doing better than they are. That's what I'm saying. But is that the fact that there's too many good players in there? There's no one who... Um, you know, there's no, there's no scraggers, there's no people fighting for their lives. Yeah, They're all yeah. like, hey, you know what? If, if you don't want me, I'll go anywhere. Yeah, it's a bit like that. And maybe if it doesn't happen this year, it's going to happen the next year. Yeah. Maybe they, yeah. Don't, have that, they don't have those kind there's of... No hunger. I mean, there's they've been manufactured pretty well. Like, they're like a boy band. They're like One Direction. Huh. It's yeah. like they got all the good people mm. and they should be winning Grammys or you yeah, know, yeah. grand finals or whatever. But... They just don't seem to manage it. They've got like the bad boy, like Toby Green. Toby Green, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then they've got like, you know, the Phil good Davis guy, Jeremy and Cameron. Callum Ward with their man buns. Yeah. Like, you know, they're a bit trendy, like yeah. a bit cool. Yeah, yeah the good looking one, Phil Davis, yeah. the one the model. Yeah, that's right. Puts his glasses on, you know, yeah. after the game just to be a bit edgy. That's awesome. Um, and now, so what was the game yesterday? I'm trying to think. Sydney Essendon. Actually, hold that thought, Adam, for I a will. second. I can hold it. I want to talk about our live show that we're going to be doing. Of course. Of course. Nice. Live show, crossover show with the two guys, guys from Two Guys, One Cup, Will Anderson and Charlie Clawson at the European Beer Cafe the day after the grand final, 4pm. 4pm. We'll give you an extra hour of, uh, of just taking it easy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tickets are flying out the door. So if you want to get on to trybooking.com and also thank you to all the people who showed up, including yourself, Beck. I did. Who showed up last week to our bi-week show. It's getting pretty crowded, that bi-week market now. Yes, I know. <laughs> a few people bobbing up doing things. Well, I don't think we're going to have a clear space next year. Um, and I want to say thank you to Rusey and Cozy for coming along. I yeah. think we bullied Rusey sufficiently enough about whether he'd been off the job at Collingwood. We put the hard questions to him and yeah. I thought he avoided them really yeah, well. Yeah, he did actually. Yeah. And what? how much was his house in Hawaii worth? I still want to know. <laughs> yeah. um, he actually, he actually, Rusey actually did live in the same street as friend of the show, Charlie Clawson from Two Guys, One Cup. Uh, and so you could probably look that up. Uh, what's it called? I think it was like Pin Oak... No, Fig Tree. Pinot Court's where they film Neighbours. Yes, yeah. yes, Fig Tree. So it's a different kind of a uh, tree. tree. Yeah. Fig Tree is something in Randwick. So oh. just type in that. Is that right? Type Paul Ruse, type Fig Tree <laughs> or something, and you find out what he paid for it, confusing it. doesn't live there now. I was going to say, is there like a Google map with Ruse out the front, like mowing the lawn There or is an article. I did look it up because I was actually going to ask him last week. I used to live, I used to go and visit, you know, yeah. Charlie, stay there. And, uh, and I thought, ah, oh, that's probably... Bit too much. Yeah. So we, we we push the Hawaii angle yeah. more. Yeah. yeah, no, that was good self control on your <laughs> part. I think if you are in Ramwick, I'm sure it's the only house that has the Hawaii theme <laughs> uh, motifs out the front. Because uh, Tammy sacrificed a lot. Uh, she has, she has. Um, so. Now the thing uh, I was going to say is, uh, who do you think Collingwood did sound out? So Ruse would be one. Alistair Clark. Talk about Clarko, Clarko probably. John Longmire. Yeah, okay, number three, yep. I, I would say so, just to say, is there any chance? Yeah. I'd just be like, no, I, I can't. Um, Chris Scott, do you reckon maybe? Yeah, because there was some talk about him being... 
Or Brad. On the air. Or Brad. There was more talk Brad. Brad Scott. Yeah. Any yeah. Scott. Maybe a combo. They could have done it together. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Co-coaches. Joint. Yeah. Mm. We've never had that, have we? Well, that was, I think, in a little bit before right, the, the mini NAB people. I was like, oh, why don't they have Chris and Brad Scott? Because you can save money to have the same kid. Yeah. Yeah, Very that's simple. true. Very simple. And you can only film kids so often, so yeah. that would have been... And roughing up a sobbing Nick Rewald. <laughs> yeah, that would have been cute, yeah, It actually. would be cute, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Would you like to apologise for that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, game number three. What was that one? Essendon, Sydney. Yeah, up there. Okay, so... It kind of went the way you kind of figured it's going at the minute with uh, Sydney being in such great form. Not as brutally though. I wasn't expecting mm. a shellacking like that second quarter. So I was yeah. at the uh, I was at the Rose Hotel in Fitzroy watching that, and we know you're doing very well, Adam. Yeah, it was very pro Essendon in there, mm-hmm. and when Joe Danaher took that opening hanger and then kicked the goal, yep. Essendon fans were going ballistic. Here we go. It's going to be a long afternoon. Yeah. And then about half an hour later, they were very subdued. Yeah. Mm. So what they kick about? They kicked about ten, 10. in the second quarter. They kicked quarter. ten in the yeah. second quarter. Buddy had four. Yeah. Yeah. We're, and I think again in the in the second quarter, Buddy kicked more than the entire Essendon team. So that's always a bit sad when that happens. Um, sad and entertaining. Though. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, I was at a pub in Carlton North, and I really enjoyed something I'd never seen before, which was hipster football supporters. Mm-hmm. Like that's a fun genre. Mm. Yeah. Like they have beards and woolen guernseys. Yeah. And flanny shirts, yeah. acting like they don't really care when they ride in on their bikes, but yeah. then going nuts. Like it was a fun, it was fun to watch. But we're like retro Guernsey, so yeah, yeah, like, like yeah. With the, the swans with like the actual V instead of the little harbour one, yeah. you know? yes. or a yeah. home, home knitted uh, scarves. Yeah, or a Richmond uh, lace up top. Yeah, lace up top. Yeah, wearing yeah. a cap. Uh, yeah. Scarf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, uh, they were very good, Sydney. Those Sydney tolls are going to be so tough to t- um, to stop, aren't yeah. they? They scare me. Like yeah. coming up against them yeah. for the crows is bloody, bloody frightening. Yeah. And Buddy on one leg. I mean, he was he was riding oh, a bike at dude. quarter time. Yeah. He was just. I mean, the only thing with the Buddy injury, like it was more a corky, wasn't it? It was a corky. It wasn't yeah. a muscle, so you can kind yeah. of work your way through that, can't you? Oh, you can you can run it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And as Lingy pointed out on the coverage, he was getting uh, they put a heat pack on it to uh, keep it warm. Yeah. Oh, he's smart, isn't he? Like, yeah. Well, he, yeah. Worked, he worked out. He worked out that a heat pack is for warmth. Does he know what ice does? Like, that's really, I think, his next. Yeah. Level. Well, that's yeah. You, oh, you need being, you need being cousins for that kind of stuff yeah. to find out what ice does. <laughs> <laughs> need the expert. Okay, we cross now to. Okay. <laughs> what are you up to? Cubs? Cell block G. <laughs> And we didn't get to see the Joe Watson and James Kelly farewell. They no, cut away from it. They cut away. Channel Seven News. Yeah. Like. Not ideal. You've got to know it's coming. Like, just show it. Show it to the people. Job's he's a, he's a gentleman of the game. People love Job. Yeah. Yeah, and people James do Kelly. love Job. Yeah. And people are fine with James Kelly. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think exactly. he's neither here nor there. Yeah, but just show it. I'm sure you can find it online. Actually, I'm looking at it right now on the AFL website, so you can watch it there. Yeah, you can definitely watch it. And they showed it, I think, during the quarter time break of Port Adelaide West Coast. But they did seem the to show it a few times. I got the mm. feeling that they were like, oh, we're, we're kind of in trouble here. Yeah. Well, there was a fair bit of flack they were copying on Twitter and. Yeah. Such. Yeah. Oh, yeah. when Twitter goes, you they're walking goes hard. Yeah. They're walking off. They didn't get carried off. No, they were just casually strolling. Yeah. So it was a bit anticlimactic, to be yeah. honest. Like I've seen two men walk on grass before, but still uh, nice. <laughs> two men. And if I um am correct, uh, it was the biggest crowd at the SCG for a football game. Is that right? Yeah. Mm. If I'm correct, yeah, I think I heard that yesterday. It did look packed on the uh, coverage. Mm. It looked. Through, although, did you notice the Sydney grass? What's going on? There's little light patches of. Uh, it's normal, like, green, and then there's, like, fluoro patches of green. Did no. you notice that on, no. the, on the turf? I think they've got issues up there. I don't think it should be an AFL venue anymore. Maybe they're uh, painting it. Maybe no, they're spray-painting it to kind of make it uh, look green. greener. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they do that at um, uh, the Masters. So you're saying, like, a, like the, uh, the Jordan Lewis theory? 
just a bit of spray paint. Oh, look, make it look thicker. And hair light. in a can. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's where he got the idea from. Yeah, yeah. He's he was going, at oh, the yeah. SCG. Yeah. SCG's looking good, yeah. And then the game last night, which we've uh, kind of gone through, haven't we? Yes. Um, hey, we nearly uh, lost uh, David Zacharakis, Zacharakis last year. Zaharakis. 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 Who's Zacharakis? Sounds like a uh, a book of the Bible. Yeah. Uh, so he was telling a book a story on a, on the podcast or something. Yeah, I think it was an Essendon podcast. Essendon podcast. Yeah. He was saying about how he almost got eaten by a bear. So is that in America or in Canada? Oh, he was in Canada. Yeah. Um, Going for a hike. On Panorama Ridge, which is known for its bears. And he said two ladies walked past two him. Two women and said, warned him. There's a bear about 100 metres away. And so yeah. he thought to himself, I'm going to keep walking <laughs> that way. I'll go and see if there's a chair as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go down there. He wanted to take a photo. He said, I approached the corner, picked up the pace a bit because you're not meant to run. Oh, you're not meant to run around them. What? No, you're not meant to. You're meant to actually. Actually, I got into a bit of a YouTube loop not too not too long ago, and uh, there was a guy who was uh, a mother bear and a cub uh, were kind oh, yeah. of following him, and he was walking backwards with his kind of face to them, so you don't turn and run. You oh, don't of, you? Yeah. So uh-huh. that was that, that was. Well, I suppose that was his technique. Um, it's like yeah. what you do if Toby Green's foot's coming towards you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, lose eye contact. I don't mm. know truly what happened in the end, but um. Uh, it, it appeared he got eaten. The, the video cut. <laughs> the, the video cut off. <laughs> so he says, I approached the corner, picked up the pace a bit because you are not meant to run, and I got my phone out. Good one on Snapchat, ready to film it. On Snapchat, nothing mm. bad for Essendon no. players happen on Snapchat. And, yeah, I was like, surely you should have checked with some of his mates before. And as I went around the corner, about a meter away, and I'm not exaggerating here. That's what Zaharaka says. The bear was coming up from the meadow. He stopped in his tracks and turned his head and looked straight at me from about a meter away. He said, I couldn't get my phone up. I absolutely crapped myself. I was incapable of moving my arm. That is amazing. But he went to the bear. He, I know. He, 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 <laughs> yeah. He confronted the bear. Yeah. yeah. So, so if he gets, uh, say, murdered by this bear, because mm. it's premeditated, it's murder, yeah. everyone would say, oh, David Zaharakis was attacked by a bear. You mm. know, he was just out going for a jog. It doesn't say David Zaharakis is a fucking moron <laughs> who approached a bear. Who, when told there was mm. a bear nearby, yeah, decided to get closer <laughs> to the bear. <laughs> Sounds like victim blaming to me, but yeah. anyway. We do that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Now, Ty Vickery's been suspended, Adam. <laughs> it's a disappointing Sorry, end. Sorry, I just hear his name and I laugh. <laughs> it's a disappointing end. You know what I've loved uh, this of, of late? If um, They're kind of suggesting that maybe uh, Hawthorne should think about moving Ty Vickery on. Really? What's, what? Why? Yeah. It's been a stellar year. <laughs> well, I do understand that. But I mean, he's been, been in the news. Well, true. Yeah. <laughs> good pub- any publicity is good publicity, <laughs> yeah. as they say. I mean, he's feeding, he's feeding the people of Melbourne. He's looking after everyone, isn't he? He's got Jake King in work. He's helping Jakey out, yeah. yeah. Who's taken Ty Vickery? That's what that also suggests that someone's going to go, oh. Yeah. Yeah, is he free? Literally yeah. no one. Like, it, it's assuming that there's someone who is not under a rock and goes, really, Vickery's available. Yeah. yeah. So we had get him. He played six games this year. How many goals did he kick? Uh, I don't know, but I'd say... Um, I think it was two. Okay. And he did bring a bit of Richmond to Hawthorne, I think. Like, he really oh, yeah. bought what he knew. Just like Brett Deledio did for GWS. Correct. So they must have been going at time. What do we do, Brett? He's like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. I played for Richmond. Mate. I suppose he did play in the kind of time at the start of the year when we were rubbish. So, I mean, he didn't help us play well. I mean, he still played but when you were mediocre towards the end of the year. Yeah, but I mean, there was... Yeah, anyway, yeah. So he... But this is his second suspension in the VFL, so he's going to miss out on... He was frustrated. He's going to miss the great... Is he going to miss a grand final? Well, if we make it. I'm not sure if we did make it. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think he's out for the whole year now. 
It's a shame. It's a shame for everyone. Yeah, it is. It's a mm. shame for the kids out there. So he's probably having a mad Monday by himself mm. tomorrow. <laughs> All those kids running around in Ty Vickery yeah, jumpers, yeah. they'll be upset. Those poor kids. Mini yeah. Ty Vickery on the NABAD. Yeah. yeah. It's, a <laughs> it's a shame for poor Ty. Yeah, it's just kind of confronting a restaurateur. Yeah, yeah. thoughts are with him. Um, I think we'll wrap it up shortly, actually, Adam. Well, it's a very short round, Michael. There's no, there's no news getting around. That's the disappointing thing. I'll tell you what there is news about. Footballers in real life. Beck, do you have any footballers in real life in your in your adventures? Uh, not that I can think of. Apart from Simsy? Simsy. Yeah. Simsy, you mongrel. Oh, yeah. I went to the official AFL function on Friday night. Oh, good on you. Thank uh, Jeez. For the AFL. Someone's... Someone knows people. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it like? It was it was very low key. Oh. Uh, Gil got up, had a chat, got some laughs. Where was it? Uh, in one of the function rooms in the Olympic stand. Okay. The MCG. What do you mean official AFL? Fun- oh, so like, oh, they don't really have a president's dinner. No, they have an no. AFL dinner. I yes, it was yeah. an AFL dinner. Yeah, okay. yeah, um, yeah. It was good fun, and uh, I saw at the urinal. I saw uh, Brendan Gale. I offered. I said, <laughs> mate, you can go through first because I know you're busy. Uh huh. And he said, no, no, thanks for that. I won't. So I, I, I weed next to him. That was fun. That's nice. Great. Saw man. Uh, Terry Wallace, oh. our old mate. Did you? Did you spew up? I didn't spew up. Oh no! But it was a lot of fun. It was good fun. But it was just, uh, yeah. I saw some. I saw some cool people in the urinal. That's nice. Yeah. Not Gil though. Didn't say Gil at the urinal. No, he's. I don't know if he went in there. I wasn't like watching everyone. I think he'd be like the queen when she goes to the races. Has his own toilet. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's yeah. I mean, his hair probably wouldn't fit in a regular size Very toilet tall door. Man. It's a lot of hair and a yeah. lot of man. Actually, I saw Gil at the Bruce Springsteen concert at oh, Hanging Rock earlier in the year. Oh, that's cool. He was rocking out. No way. He loves it. I just remember this. He was. He had arms up in the air. He, I mean, I thought he was jumping, but it might just be because he's so tall. Yeah. But he was animated. He loves the boss. Loves the boss. Oh, well, they're both the boss. That's probably why. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah. Got it. He was like, I get you. He was you. like, are you, yeah. Bruce? Yeah. I get you. They might have caught up after. Yeah, and probably just... Hey, Bruce, have you ever had to sack someone for having sex with your co-worker? No? Okay. No, good. Yeah. Good. All uh, good. Yeah. Um, I saw Robbo as well. Oh, no. And yeah. Carolyn Wilson. Dude, you saw everyone. Well, that's true. It was a big day. Um, I tell you what, that crowd on Friday night. Yeah. It that, was amazing. The Richmond Army. It was amazing to be there. And, yeah. and before the game, like, I, I bumped into, uh, you know, notable Richmond supporter Mick Malloy. Mm. And he was the most subdued I've ever seen him. Like, yeah. Mickey's usually up and about, but he was just fucking nervous. Yeah. Really nervous. And you could just sense that through all the Richmond people. And, yeah. you know, they had all the play and they were still only, you know, 10, 12 points up in a really low-scoring game. Yeah. And they just weren't enjoying it. You know, every goal, everything that happened, they were really getting into. But... It wasn't until the, the dam all broke and they started kicking away that you could see them, like, fucking relax and go, I think yeah. we're going to win. Um, and people online were kind of saying it was a, a crappy game for that kind of first half, I suppose. Yeah. But I didn't think it was... I know the skills were kind of a bit all over well, the shop, but I think it was more the, the pressure. more the pressure. That was, yeah. that was what I was enjoying. I'm uncomfortable with Richmond being successful. It makes me really uncomfortable. Do you think they can win it? <laughs> I mean, I know you, you don't... You well, know, I don't want, want them to. Yeah. But... I mean, that's not the Richmond story, oh, though. No. The Richmond story is getting to the grand final and losing like like um, Port did last yeah, night. Yeah. That was very Richmond of them. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think they can. Do really? Think, do you think they can do it up? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. After what I saw on Friday night, they've just got a good game style and the pressure is it's bloody relentless. Yeah. Well, the other thing is I think like the Bulldogs last year, they believe in themselves. Like they think they can do it, I, even if no one else does. I think there's a, a momentum that yeah. might build over the next few weeks. Yeah. And, if uh, Richmond make the grand final, Melbourne is going to be the greatest place on earth. 
Yeah, it's going to be mental. Yeah. Gonna oh, they're going to be so obnoxious too, aren't yeah. they? Oh, do you reckon? I don't think they will be. Really? Because I, I, I just think there's that nervous feeling about them. One, I think on one side they, they're thinking we could be the new Western Bulldogs. Mm. Mm. But then the other side of them goes, but we're still Richmond. Yeah. So who knows what the fuck that means. It's complex. Yeah, we, we could easily fall over. And it's also a credit to uh, Damien Hardwick. Buddy credit mm. to He's going to get them up there. And I didn't know Peggy O'Neill was uh, American. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I was hearing her being interviewed after the game and I was like, oh, she's from uh, Virginia. I think she's been here about 25 years. Yeah, she's been here a long time, but she was a big fan of, um, I think, American football when uh-huh. she was in America. I've heard her speak and then come over here and fell in love with Richmond. Eat some peanut M&Ms every game when she watches. Oh, really? That mm. Roman? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, fun fact. So I would suggest she... Mm, oh, no, actually, wasn't Bob Ansett uh, a president or chairman of North Melbourne? Because yes. I was going to say she'd be maybe the first... Not only the first woman, but also maybe the first American. But, yeah, I think yeah. Bob might be And that. wasn't Don Lane president of Melbourne for a while? Oh, really? No, he wasn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been cool, though. Uh, footballers in real life. We've got a few. So, from Brian. Uh, on a Saturday of the bye week, I went with my wife and daughter to a local vegan cafe, mm-hmm. uh, the Alley on St Kilda Road. Uh, Is a vegan cafe? On St Kilda Road. Ew. Uh, There'd be lots of them around. I don't believe in vegans. Don't you? No, just don't believe in them. Okay. As we're waiting for our food, a couple with three children walked in and it was none other than the Premiership player, Liam Picken. His partner was taking lots of photos of him and the kids. Mm -hmm. And while I was pretending to take a photo of my daughter and her meal, I managed to get Liam in the shot. Yeah, nice. Um, I immediately texted to a Bulldog supporter friend who texted straight back. uh, He'd be hanging with his... Uh, Liam would be hanging with his lefty activist wife, Annie Nolan, and doing some cross-promotion on Instagram. With a bit of searching, I found Uncanny Annie blog. Yeah, so uh, and, and she'd posted up the pictures of the food that she had just ordered. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, because I think she runs a kind She's of She's a legend. Blog. She's yeah. a good friend of our Chicks Talking Footy show, yeah, but cool. mad vegan. Really? Mm. Mad. Mad vegan. Mad for it. Mad for it. Lefty activist. I think most people are kind of lefty activists. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from Blake, a uh, couple of days ago, I was out enjoying my September holiday in Porto, uh, Portugal. When I thought you I the chicken restaurant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go treat yourself. Things not going well. <laughs> uh, going three days at a Porto, <laughs> uh, and then uh, when I saw none other than uh, Brody Grundy, he was hard to miss, towering over the bar crowd. I wanted to get the inside scoop for the junk timers and ask him if Bucks had lost the players and get his thoughts on Bucks' contract extension. Alas, the one sober bone in my body told me I'd better not disturb him during his holiday. He seemed to be joining the, enjoying the Porto nightlife. He would have loved to have chatted Collingwood whilst being away in Portugal. Mm. I think there's a one thing footballers... I mean, I know they get, go to get away, but... If there's a fan back home that can, you know, really ground them back yeah, to the yeah. shitty existence they had towards the end of the year yeah, yeah. and how, you know, their club's been running to the ground. And if people have got, you know, a few jars in them. Yeah. The harassing. Think, yeah, footballers actively seek that out, mm. I yeah, think, yeah. when they're on holidays. Yeah. So you probably should have had a couple more beers and then gone over. Mm. The I remember hey. Andrew goes, uh, I remember him talking on SDN a few years ago and he talks about when he sees people and people recognise him in Australia, it's usually like, oh, g'day, Gazy, how are you, mate? Yeah. And then when he's overseas and Australian recognise him, he's all like, Gazy! <laughs> uh, from Gavin, I was on the flight from Perth to Adelaide with the West Coast players. Uh, nothing much to report except a kidney punch from that dog Mitchell as he went up the aisle. <laughs> Seeing all the boys laughing and chatting together brought back memories of when I used to have mates before I had kids. Oh, there we go. Uh, I wish them luck in the 
who gives a fuck game of the round? <laughs> Go Cats. That's quite funny. Thank you, Gavin. Um, it turned out to be the best one, yeah, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. So. Well, we've got heaps. Uh, Stuart, I haven't read this one, so this could go anywhere. All right, um, I like it. Uh, Rosie, uh, I was the Tigers and Junk Time supporter you bumped into oh, at Dark footy. Mofo. There you go. Um, oh, Dark, uh, Dark Mofo, yes, I remember down him. Down in Tassie in June. Um, so I figure it was either meeting your good self or the ritual slaughtering of the cow at the Mona Festival that turned around their form and got them into a prelude. <laughs> well, it can't be both. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just to be on the safe side, I've sharpened... Um, see me how I'm, I'm, how I'm reading it? I'm yeah. Kind of, uh, uh, He's going to kill another cow, so they get into the grand final. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm not quite sure of the context of the other bit, so I won't read that. <laughs> oh, that's just... Well, you can't do that to our, to our listening audience. Uh, here we go. Uh, another one. So you've got heaps. Uh, let me think. I've got one as well. Okay, here we go from Brendan... Uh, Scroll down. Bob Murphy was enjoying his retirement at the Northcote Social Club, uh, sporting his trademark denim jacket. Uh, even stopped for some selfies with fans. That's nice of him. That's a very Bob place to go, isn't it? Totally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, go see a local local yeah. artist. Yeah, hang out. Wearing denim jacket with a fur collar, I imagine. Of course. Yeah. Because boys got to stay warm. Yeah. Think that might be all that we've got. All right, yeah. the one that I have is from a uh, friend of the show. Well, not friend of the show, friend of mine, Claire, who wrote. Uh, so this relates to a footballers in real life sighting from a couple of weeks back after Hawthorne's last game of the season. Remember, a listener wrote in, "Read the the Hawks players are at the marquee of lawn." Uh, she says, "Well, I was listening to this. I thought back to my workmate telling me that she'd spent that same night at the Auburn pub in Hawthorne, so formerly the G Bung. Oh yeah. On so she was kind of hanging around the periphery on Auburn Road. Yes." Uh, she remarked that it was weird because there were a few notables missing from the group and so now we could figure out where they were, the Marquis of Lawn. Yeah, so that was Strats and that was... Uh, Gibbo? Yeah, Gibbo and Langford. Yes. And one more, wasn't there? Yeah, a few of the locals. Anyway, she was a Hawks fan and was mildly concerned that this meant there's a split in the playing group or at least some players who are not fans of Luke Hodge, i.e. Langford, Gibson, she couldn't care less. So she said some of the other notable observations for the night at the Auburn... Uh, all were gathered awkwardly near the toilets instead of somewhere a bit more comfortable. She says, why near the toilets? Hmm. Huh. Uh, Ruffy gave Hodgie a shoulder rub, and she has photographic evidence of this. <laughs> they all behaved decently, unfortunately, so nothing reported in that regard. Burgoyne and McAvoy were sitting outside, and Burgoyne had a sizable diamond earring. Oh, wow. There you go. He's doing very well. Huh. Must take it out when he plays, obviously. You would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gunston was dressed in what could, what could only possibly be described as John Lennon crossed with Yoko Ono crossed with Russell Brand. Circular black sunglasses, paisley shirt, felt hat, jewellery. Oh, wow. wow. It's all happening for Gunner. terrible. I don't feel comfortable about I that. I think JGD's got to have a word to it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he took it from JGD's wardrobe. Well, you know, it like when you're going to dress up and you borrow your dad's like, stuff. Son, you look like I, a fucking I don't idiot. know how much help JGD can have by the fact he just show up in kind of crappy jeans and a shitty jumper. Yeah, but he can still say to his son. I think he might have even done the uh, Justin Kaczynski rule of, uh, anti rule of uh, sneakers. Schemes. With jeans. Oof. Yeah. It's no good. Yeah. Maybe that's because Jack took all his good clothes well, yeah, yeah. and wore yeah. them out in the pub in Auburn. Uh, she says Ruffy was power reading on his own before he started drinking. Hmm? Power reading? Power eating. Oh, power eating. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Clarko was there too. 
Oh, gee, that's a whole bunch of people. Yeah. And also, thank you for the detail. We like mm. the, love oh, the detail beautiful. there. Um, Beck, why don't you run us through your Chicks Talking Footy show one more time? Sure. So we are um, five chicks that talk footy on uh, Joy 94.9 every Wednesday night between 8 and 9 or podcast on uh, iTunes and wherever else you download podcasts if you don't have an iPhone. Don't know what those people do. But yeah. um, but tune in. We love it. We often uh, talk to interesting people, mm. go through the game, have a bit of fun. And you can get the whole back catalogue too. Yeah, there's some really fascinating interviews in the whole thing. Um, our live show is going to be again uh, day after the grand final. October 1, tickets can be found at trybooking.com. Come along because uh, they're going to be fun and also tickets flying out the door. Yes, and if any uh, listeners out there do know the best way to download podcasts for Android, I've had people ask me, they say, oh, can you get it in the Google Play Store? And I have no idea because mm. I'm, I'm Apple, you're Michael, you're Apple. So... If there's an easy um, podcasting app that, you know, people mm. on Android use or whatever, just give us a shout-out and we can kind of let our listeners know because i got no fucking idea, man. Yeah, gotcha. We'll be back next week for second week of the finals. Yes. Go. Go, Chris. Uh, go, Giants. flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello Fresh. 